Hello, and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, proudly presented by Roast House Pub, where elevated culinary creations meet a fresh, evolving craft beer selection, making it one of Frederick's unique dining destinations. Hi, I'm your host, Chris Sands, and today we are doing our first in-person uh, interview. I guess it's been in months now. We are socially distant because we are in the huge uh, Attaboy Barrel House, or isn't there more to the name? Barrel house. Now I feel bad about it. <laughs> I feel why do, why do I, I feel like there's an and in there, or am I thinking it's well? Some, no, yeah, barrel aging and blending is the is on the glass. Oh, okay. You know, it's okay. That's is, where I must have saw that <laughs> earlier. So uh, we're talking to um, Carly and and Brian showed up too. Um, so thanks for having us out, guys. And great to see you again, Chris. Great it, to be six feet from you. It's always a pleasure to see you, Brian. <laughs> I in no way wish this is a Zoom meeting. <laughs> so I I, I want to start out by pointing out that it's almost a year since we recorded an episode in the production area of Attaboy. Oh, yeah. oh it was you, nasty then as well. And yeah, I was just as sweaty. Like, and um, yeah. you got drunk enough yeah. to make a really bad bet. Oh yeah. With, I don't even remember. I, I think that whole thing was contrived to make me make a hard seltzer, but who cares? It happened. Now we're doing it all the time. We're gonna, it's gonna be, we're gonna rename it Attaboy Seltzeria. Someone, <laughs> we've just re, like that's where the, that's where the market is. Someone actually a- asked me recently if if you guys only make seltzer because that's all they only, see you post about. Only seltzer. We'll get ready because we're gonna you know seltzer seltzer more seltzer. I was like, I'm pretty sure I've seen them post about other beers too. I don't <laughs> I don't think it's just seltzer. Well, you know, it's it's hot. It's <laughs> it's an alcoholic beverage. People like it. So we'll do it. How many different flavors have you made now? Uh, we're on our third. So we did uh, we did the one I lost the bet, the raspberry, the mango, and then we have a tangerine on right now. Uh, I get more calls about the seltzer, actually. Seltzer, cider. People, we, cider we've done this seltzer. thing where we, we want to give people what they want. It turns <laughs> out they don't want our beer. <laughs> No, it's you know you you want to have a you want people want to come to your place. One in four of them may not like beer as much as you and I do, and we don't want to cut them out of that that night. So I actually I don't understand. Well, I mean, I guess I kind of understand the, but so many brewers take such a hard stance about like refusing to make seltzer, and then if the owner of the brewery wants to make it, they yeah. they're pissed off about it. But yeah, I don't know. I always look at like. And it's a business. You want to make well, cause money. Well, because well, like we're in the unique position of being brewer owners, and yeah. so like, if I want to get a new fermenter, <laughs> I would like to have people come in and buy our product, no matter if it's a seltzer or a beer. Our passions lie in beer, and that's what we we really focus on. But we're gonna make a seltzer. We're gonna do a good one, and we're gonna bring everybody in. Like I don't. It's a very you, some people have the luxury of being able to be high and mighty on we don't do this or that, but they're not paying the bills. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, well, that's a, I, I, I mean, I guess I just understand. Like, if people want to drink it, then oh, why? Yeah, it, why you defend it? Yeah, why, why make get, it for them? Yeah. I mean, I, I well, especially when people, can't, some people can't drink beer. Right, or, celiac or yeah, 
Sorry. No, we have because we have because we have friends that are violently can't handle anything with gluten, and it's a good option. <laughs> like this is a good refreshing option for them. So we want to be more inclusive and less like. You know. If we could sell Bud Light, we would, but it's actually not allowed. So you know, I'm when, kidding. If I could brew Bud Light, that would be pretty amazing. <laughs> when um, when Beth and I went to our delayed honeymoon in Ireland and we toured um, the Guinness Brewery, yeah, I was amazed that they had Budweiser on tap there. Oh wow! <laughs> and then there were like well, it's I, probably a moneymaker. It's probably that, and like, that's what I said. I asked him. I was like, "Why do you have like?" He's like, well, "There's a lot of Americans that come here that don't like Guinness. <laughs> they want one <laughs> and Guinness, they, and then yeah. they're like, i 'I'll have seven Bud yeah. Lights.' Yeah. <laughs> and they said they sell a lot of it. Why I'm not? Like, like, right, well, give the people what for, they want. Pays for someone's salary yeah. or their health insurance. Why? What the hell not? But I just I thought that was funny. Like, why would you pay all that money to take? Cause actually, maybe it wasn't expensive. But I mean, like, you have to pay to take the Guinness tour to get to that bar. For your bar. selfie. You're taking, it's fully <laughs> and, for the selfie. And then there were people there drinking a Budweiser. It just seemed counterproductive. Well, who wants to have more than one Guinness? Come on. Those dark beers. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, that's right. You wanna, I'll brew a seltzer, but not a... <laughs> <laughs> not a stout. <laughs> a stout. That's where no, I draw the line. How dare you? I will not sell I out. I have integrity. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> I, w- I would also assume that the profit margin on seltzer is probably better than beer. No oh, comment. How dare you? <laughs> we handcraft each piece of dextrose that comes in and slap it in the kettle and turn it around in two weeks. <laughs> no. It's, yeah, it's, it's cheaper for sure. It's, you know, it's an easy, easy brew day. You're putting that in. There is, there, I mean, if you've tried our the third version of our seltzer, it's better than our first. So it's like pride in what you're doing like even if it's not totally your thing you still want to do a good job of it yeah and so this one barely tastes like anything but it's also a good platform like, <laughs> so it's, a, it's kind of a fun platform that we're doing in our with our oh, team yeah. is that you know every two weeks uh we have two members of our team that will uh kind of doctor up our seltzer and eat we'll do five gallons of, of one staff member and five gallons from another and whoever, whichever keg wins, but it gets kicked first, that's the reigning seltzer, seltzer boy, or basic boy. So it's kind of a fun, like, you know, like a test of like how, how to put flavors, these different flavors into a beverage. And, that's you know. cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like cucumber or basil, or all these different kind of fun things that you do at a five gallon scale that maybe you wouldn't do at a 300 yeah. gallon scale. Yeah. So. But I, I mean, I think it, like, that also, I think, it, place to why not just do it because it's like anything else you can if you actually put a lot of effort into it you can make a better version of why yeah exactly you can make something delicious it doesn't matter like why not try you know different things because you're using you use real fruit oh yeah always real yeah always real fruit we don't just do the little creepy extract stuff we you know we we do all puree like real (laughs) here's a here's a, a half of an eye drop of peach extract in here that doesn't we have our bizarre integrity lines. <laughs> no, no stouts, no extracts. That's once again. It's just that's the whole point of being an entrepreneur. Is you can have be completely arbitrary. I love it. So, how long do we have to? Is wait, first of all, is Julie here today? Julie is here today, and Julie's uh, seltzer is up tomorrow. What's hers? 
I mean, should we pre-hype it? I guess by the time post-hype, this, it would post-hype. be sold out by yeah, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be sold out. Uh, I believe hers is some pomegranate and lemon. And lemon, um, plus the the existing base is tangerine, but it tastes like tangerine white wine that with some ice melted in it. I think I feel like the only way <laughs> is that nice. The only way to make that more basic would be to like, add avocado to it. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. If someone had that idea, they should definitely do it. Yeah, I'm going so, for durian just because most one. people. Oh, that's you're going to be your play? Yeah. Nice. Because, like, people nice. want to try durian, right? Yeah, why not? So, but it involves, like, getting it, finding it. H Mark definitely has durian. I don't think they do. Oh, yeah. I frozen. Even, they probably keep it frozen. I don't even know what that is. What? It's this, this stinky. Sorry. What's, this what's really going to be the. Um, <laughs> this is going to be a really good listening experience for everyone. <laughs> From the way that Carly goes from a whisper to screaming. Well, it's also yeah. accurate for like who she, like <laughs> being with her at all times. Like, I uh, can I can't even watch our episodes because I'm just like I can't believe that's my voice. And then my next thing is like I, I can't think believe that he every time me. I talk to you, <laughs> your mom texts. Well, oh my God, look, Carly, your voice is so loud. So th- thankfully for everyone, I did learn a couple days ago because I received a complaint about the volume of of Uncapped. I learned how to um, match the volume output and set it to a certain point. So actually, like a threshold like a ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> so year four of your your podcast, you I, I was like, up your game. I was like, you know what? We're up to like five listeners. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them the best experience. Those are quality listeners, though. Yeah, I'm gonna give them the best possible. They are gonna get the best possible experience. (laughs) It's intimate. It's just it's an intimate podcast. So, all right. So Julie's here. Um, So, on our break, make sure that because we'll take a break in a couple minutes yes refill um brian's glass with the cherry frederica okay oh (laughs) Um, okay and then we'll work on getting the next bet oh trying to get me drunk i I guess okay cool 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 cool, cool. for a stop this time (laughs) because i assume he still doesn't know how social media works (laughs) no he still has like four no way to figure it out i think he's got like four posts on his instagram yeah, One of important. them's an OSHA violation. <laughs> no, two of them are. <laughs> well, Tommy with the pallet jack, and then uh, and then my buddies on the forklifts. Yeah, yeah. that's not allowed. <laughs> on the yeah, on yeah. the standing on the teeth, like no one will notice. Yeah. So we'll we'll work on that. Okay. Um. So I guess in like six months there will be a stout. Probably. Never I was thinking happen. maybe we should push for you know. Like our fifth anniversary stout or something. <laughs> um, so maybe key- when we get divorced, my our celebration beer. Because <laughs> that's when how I get the brewery. No, we renew. Yeah, so you have the opt out at ten. We're coming up. Like, you know, how long has it been? We have the opt in. You have to opt back in. Oh yeah. <sighs> yeah. Okay. okay. So, um, because I'm sure people are enjoying listening about cider. Have you seen seltzer? What, yeah, seltzer. Well, they both are really good drinks. The um, have you seen evil crap? I can I always confuse evil genius and evil twin. I think evil it's evil twin, twins. The, the Danish guy. I don't know. 
the, the one with the, uh, the Danish brewer with the and you nice can describe you can describe all that as much as you okay, want. I'm still so not say gonna, what you're gonna say. <laughs> they're li- they have a line of um, seltzers called Evil Water. But they're they're like pastry seltzers. Oh, and that's nice. and this is where I feel like things maybe have gone a little too far. Hey, because people will buy it. Oh, I'm sure they sell out of every drop of it yeah. almost instantly. That's but nasty. I feel like it kind of completely completely defeats the purpose of a seltzer. Light and refreshing. Yeah. Someone gave us a pastry stout the other day, and and I just I I I'm almost kill myself immediately. Yeah. Like we we couldn't drink more than two sips. It, What's the point of that? It tasted like something melted in it. Kill yourself. You like that? I'd rather have seven seltzers than a pastry stout. I'll bring you some next time. It's disgusting. I also apologize. I forgot to bring you some raspberry beach drink because oh, I know how I much you came out. I saw it came out. I know how much you like to drink beer out of. Well, uh, I, well, I really like these really it. authentic collaborations. Like I just really like a good, you know, <laughs> all these like really special. You know, meaningful collaborations that happen that like people Beer come break. up with the same ideas. That was a, I and mean, we put a lot of thought into doing it with with raspberry instead of strawberry. I think you guys are doing a good job of grinding collaborations to just nothing, like complete nothingness. <laughs> I I mean, I will admit that some of them have been like that. Uh, I would say 99% of collaborations are complete garbage. Not of the ones I've done. I have, on over half of them, I have participated in the, the recipe development. Yeah. Oh, or they pretended you were. <laughs> Not everyone You're is as what? bad of a person as you are. I am terrible. He is a terrible. He is saying no collaborations, mostly because he doesn't want any collaboration with me. Like he doesn't want to listen. Oh yeah, no, there's no there's no collaboration anywhere here. And then for a while, complete it was narcissist. Like, yeah. <laughs> Massive. But on the flip side, he gets no collaboration with me, so I don't have to listen to him at all. Um, it works well, out great. I'm definitely not going to give you any beach drink now. <laughs> uh, Carly is welcome to have some. Yeah. Um, you are not. And sounds like a favorite. Beach drink was good last. No, time. it was good. Yeah. It was good. It's uh, even better this yeah. year, but you're yeah. not going to know. <laughs> it did not have too much lactose last time. That was my. No, it was a good beer. Uh, oh, it was, no, it's lactose. true respite, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, it was solid. Like I, I liked it. it no, not lactose. Lact. No. No, it was lact. Didn't they have lactose in it? Yeah. yeah. So we debated on that this year. We couldn't. Both of us. Both Brendan and I remembered it having lactose in it. <laughs> There's no way then, of looking that up. There's but, no but way. No, of then he's like, he's, he was like, so we had Kenny, the brewer, look in the logs, yeah. and there wasn't. So I don't know where we had the idea that it was. So but it's we actually, did too. Like we yeah. were like, it was on the label. Ooh, nice. It was it? I don't I know. So. I have some old cans. I'll have to look at it. But well, this version does not have any lactose okay. in it. I don't think it was needed. This one also Maybe the is. Cut it out. Maybe. <laughs> it's probably what he. Kenny. I, I yes. think Kenny doesn't like lactose and oh, beer. Oh yeah, so he's good. He's, he's, he's good at his job. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe he just like ah, forget this. <laughs> Oops, I ran out. Yeah. <laughs> no lactose to be had. Yeah. Um. But the obvious. I mean, as you know, raspberry is definitely much more prevalent in it than strawberry was. Well, um, raspberry is easier to. 
comes through way yeah. more. Like it's um, and the salinity is bumped up. But I remember last time, much. even the, the strawberry was good. It wasn't the plasticky strawberry that sometimes happens. Was, yeah, they so. used real. But even, but even if you use real strawberries, like sometimes if you you know do, it, it, do it wrong, <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you speaking from experience? <laughs> it can uh, turn uh, plasticky, but okay. it wasn't, so it was good. So. Uh, what what caused it? Like the, leaving it on it on uh, the strawberries too long, or I wish I was smarter. But oh, okay, I don't know. Maybe I mean, we just, all wish that, <laughs> and not about myself. Yeah. I mean, about no, you. Me, no, we all you. trust me. My whole family would thrive if that was a little bit smarter. <laughs> Um, all right, we're. Um, I know they're going to be really happy, so we're just going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors. I'm thank sure you, we'll be sponsors. thrilled with this episode. Yeah. Um, so when we'll get back, uh, I guess we'll try to avoid talking about seltzer. <laughs> Uncapped is brought to you by one of Frederick's original Maryland craft beer destinations, located off of Urbana Pike. Featuring a warm, inviting atmosphere and knowledgeable staff serving up fresh, locally sourced culinary creations and unique craft beers on tap. Open seven days a week, our friends at Roast House Pub invite you to enjoy a casual lunch, happy hour specials, delicious dinners, and specialty desserts. Follow them on social media to keep up to date on their monthly beer dinners, on spaghetti dinner battles, and what beer is being featured for Buck Above Monday. Idiom Brewing Company proudly offers a delicious variety of beers to satisfy the most discerning tastes. Best known for their wide array of India Pale Ales, delicious fruited sours, robust porters and stouts, and crispy pilsers and lagers, Idiom Brewing Company prides themselves on continuing to innovate, utilizing new and or experimental hops, local ingredients, and unique flavor, flavor profiles. Unfortunately, you can't enjoy their tap room, which is located along beautiful Carroll Creek in downtown Frederick. Thankfully, you can enjoy their delicious beer to go and even have it delivered throughout the Frederick area. You can check out their menu options and place your order at idiombrewing.com. Make sure to follow them on social media for up-to-date options and hours during these ever-changing times. All right, um, so I, I was going to ask you guys... Um, but Carly already told me how much you suck. Um, and you guys haven't seen Hamilton yet. I just want to point out that it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, my buddy Matt Woodard has a subscription to Disney Plus, and we're going to watch it. Because <laughs> 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 we're still basically just leeches. If anyone wants his password, <laughs> let me know. Yeah, we have not yet watched it. He's not a big musical fan. But we feel obligated based on the fact that it's a worldwide treasure. Well, so I'm not I'm not a big fan of musicals, and during the whole time, like when it was the biggest thing in the world, which I mean it is again, all I could think was how the hell could a musical about <laughs> Alexander Hamilton be anything other than completely boring? Um, right. But then we watched it, and it's absolutely amazing. Well, it's because what's his name is probably Manuel. a genius. Um, <laughs> yeah, Lin Manuel. Um, yeah, Miranda. Miranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> his his work on Moana really brought us in. <laughs> in uh, um, really? Yeah, I think he's Moana, right? Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. he won a gr- an Oscar for like Graham's obsessed. Did he? For Moana. Yes, he ran. A, he won a the music in Moana. I, we miss Moana. Our kids won't watch it anymore. We're like, come no. on. He Love he's that. he's won um, 
He's one of the the. What's Egot? that? Egot? No, he's an Egot? he has a Pulitzer. No. He's he's one away from ga- having a P-Got. <laughs> a P-Got. Yeah, it's a thing. There's, look it up on Wikipedia. There's like five people would have it. So What's typically it's the... I can't remember. I, I mean, it's definitely not a Tony. He I'm sure he has it. that. Tony. No, he has a Tony. Do you really think he <laughs> wouldn't have a Tony? <laughs> I, I would imagine he has a collection of Tonys. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's an... It's Emmy, the, Grammy, Oscar, Tony. Grammy. He must not. He's no, he, have he, has, he has a Grammy. I think it's an Emmy. Yeah, the Emmy. Because I can't imagine one. he does TV. much TV stuff. Yeah. So but if, if you I did were one him, TV thing, he'd, he'd get yeah, it. Yeah, you know, like. So I think Emmy is the only thing he doesn't have. Yeah. So he's a Pulitzer, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. But does he have a seltzer? <laughs> does he make I mean, I'm sure if he made one, it would be amazing. So, but I, so then I, um, Beth, my wife, was out of town for a while, so I spent a lot of time watching uh, YouTube videos about with him in him and or about Hamilton, and what it made me like him even more because half the time he was Hamilton m- or Lin Manuel Miranda, Lin- <laughs> both. I'm a, I'm a huge fan of both now, big big Hamilton fan, um, but. Almost everything I saw him in, he was starstruck by like who was interviewing oh, him. Like yeah. he, like you could like he's just enjoying this ride so much, which is weird because I am not enjoying being, talking to you. Well, it's, <laughs> I mean that's good because I actually, <laughs> I mean I woke up this morning almost thinking. Why don't I just go back to bed? Because I knew I would have to do this later today. You're not getting it back. You're not getting these minutes back, my friend. No. And each one feels like 10 to 20. <laughs> well, that's great. Because that's actually what our life feels like. We're on a never-ending dumpster hamster wheel. What is the exact... Dumpster dumpster hamster wheel. Are there any more cliches that you want to cram dumpster. together? <laughs> dumpster fire. Of All right. So <laughs> we're sitting in the barrel house. Yes. <laughs> um that you guys perfectly timed opening. Yeah, um, so we yeah. opened over Thanksgiving. Yeah. Uh, Large capacity, lots of people inside. I think it's kind of of the moment. Yeah, <laughs> event, special event space, <laughs> Yeah. weddings. Yeah, but weird offshoot beers profiles that not a lot of people <laughs> want to drink in general well, so frederick's not ready for it not ready they're ready no they're re- they just don't even know about it no. yet <laughs> frederick i don't think people around here have the palate for <laughs> uh for brian especially but no we uh unfortunate timing on the whole shutdown i mean unfortunate life obviously like we're not but by the february we really started to hit our kind of um hit stride our stride there we go and <laughs> and uh people were coming and you know lots of people from out of town and re- repeat visitors and people for us when people buy a bottle that means like all right like someone wants this enough to take it home with them so uh and then obviously we I, shut I buy the them doors. just to smash <laughs> <laughs> public health and we, <laughs> you're a hero <laughs> uh so and then through the 
through even just through shutdown, we were selling bottles from the from Attaboy. So it, yeah, it was great. Like it we were, we were felt, all, you know, obviously good momentum, terrible, and uh, but uh, it's it's been a slow grind. And now that we're open again, yeah, we have a lot of space. <laughs> it's cold in here. <laughs> nice AC. Yeah, plenty of room. Uh, uh, but no, we're we're picking up speed again. To to which. It is. It's tough, you know. We're obviously in a pandemic. Silver lining, obviously, is that we were able to catch oh, yeah. up because we were, we were actually selling more than we expected. almost too much for uh, keeping the queue of beer ready. So we were getting through everything too quickly. So all these beers that we sell are uh, bottled, and specifically in the barrel house. Yes, yeah. all, all oh, these yeah. beers are bottled or keg conditioned, and that takes a number of months before. Um, it's being in the barrel, tasting right, and then being able to sell. So like I have to like, it has to condition in its final package for, we do at least two months uh, just to make sure everything is exactly right. So uh, we were getting really close to having to like go down to just a few beers here. And now we were able to build up the queue quite a bit and brew a bunch of beers for barrels and fill it. And it was like, yeah, it was terrible to be, you know, for us to be, you know, sh- half shut down, but it was pretty cool that we were able to catch up and brew a ton, fill a ton of barrels, and get we have our queue of beers that are they're coming on. You'll see them; they're coming on every week. Like, it's uh, we're excited about the lineup. I mean, we we're, we're releasing last week. We did uh, Frederica Cherry, which is uh, which we just had and is absolutely delicious. Yeah, and, and that's strong. Like a, <laughs> it's nine. I think it's a I'm nine. About to fall off my chair. It's nine point two percent golden sour with uh, cherries. We got up at uh, Boggers up in Westminster. Um, really happy with that. Uh, it's it's on the tartar, like the more sour end for us, and like so that's that's more for us. I mean, for a nine point two percent beer, you're probably not going to have more than one anyway. So we think that's a good play for that. So like it's. We got Azaka Farm Boy, which came out two weeks, two or Is three weeks ago. Is that the place that um, you can pick your own cherries? Yeah, yeah. their cherries are coming in right now. Um, unfortunately, we, we're too busy right now to go get cherries this year. <laughs> we're getting peaches for sure. So uh, we're working on figuring out when, I think the peaches we want are coming in in beginning of August. Um, and we'll do Frederica Peach again, and that will show up you know, maybe in January or February, uh, you know, just whenever the beer is ready. But, uh, yeah, we get cherries and peaches from them. How many, um, how many barrels do you have now? Uh, we've filled, uh, about 90 barrels. Uh, so we have 90, 90 full barrels currently in, vi- in various degrees of right here. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot. So a lot of these, we, we, I'm very touchy about having the barrels touched <laughs> touched by anyone. Well, it makes it. I, I um <laughs> I I got to go on a tour of the Guinness yep. barrel area sure. once, and they were very 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 clear <laughs> about not getting even close to yeah. the barrels. Yeah, and they then they told me to start out like they had um one of the like huge di- their huge distributor in there and he walked up and it was like just touching stuff no people want to like, do that and they like <laughs> give him a beer and then they want to take the bong out and like <laughs> yeah, thousands of dollars like, thousands of like dollars you just ruined the, yeah. especially because they're using humongous barrels oh yeah, oh, yeah they're yeah they're probably yeah 
<laughs> that sounds like a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. Thousands, yeah. like $10,000 right there. Well, and here we're also, uh, we're not dog friendly and not kid friendly here. And that's a big portion. Dog unfriendly, we're kid dog unfriendly. unfriendly. <laughs> kid unfriendly. Uh, it's a big portion of, um, one, I hate kids and dogs. Um, so that's one. And then two, safety. Graham, we need to start making um, like teaser clips. Of, <laughs> yeah. So, you got the drop on that? Right. Um, so whenever you put this together, just go ahead and isolate that for me oh, to post. I especially hate white dogs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the big fluffy ones. Oh man, I the hair gets everywhere. Yeah, people are like, it's great on an brew. I'm like, I know. It's just you I stick your cleaning, finger in cracks. I love cleaning up after dogs dog all the time. <laughs> um. <laughs> but no, <laughs> kids. Um, people are always like, God, oh, just bring my kids in. Or I'll, but uh, the kids think that our kids. We have two. We hate them too. They think that it's a good place to hide. It, it sounds Barrels really good to climb on. It sounds really good when you look away from the mic and talk. Oh. Well, yeah, I was saying a- how I hate my kids, but behind <laughs> my back. So I was hoping it sounded like, I love them. So how many, how many barrels um, are you typically blending together for each beer? Uh, well, that's the beauty, right? So good question, Chris. <laughs> gold star uh that's the beauty of having so many so many barrels of beer available to blend is because you don't know like you don't know what's going to happen like with with each beer so we have a beer to coupage that we're we were putting out this week uh, which is a blend of a an old uh, a, a sour golden ale that's been resting in a red wine barrel for about 18 months and then a fresh saison and so we were able to select the proportions because everything's in proportions. So you do, you do like five different glasses of like, say one part to four parts or two parts to three parts. And like you figure out exactly how to, how to hit what you want flavor wise. So we were able to, I think Carly and Chris and my assistant and I were able to kind of isolate uh, the exact flavor we wanted and then we had enough of all the different beers to blend them together and get the right thing. So, uh, so that that example is two to one, fresh to aged. Um, our raspberry farm boy is is a four to one saison to sour ale. Um, we have a, a that beer. That one's all barrel aged. This is our first fresh barrel aged. First fresh, yeah, first stainless and oak combo, um, and then. Yeah, we have a we have a uh, we have a blackberry raspberry saison coming up that we blended three saison three three wine barrels of a saison that was less acidic and two parts that was more acidic that really because like we we figured out with the fruited beers like it's it's nice to match the acidity with the fruit and so if the the base beer isn't tart enough it doesn't work as well so we kind of just worked around that and like we just blended and that's that that's the beauty like that's kind of the way the excitement of like having all these barrels is like you can do exactly what you want and the beer will turn out you're not forced into having like i have five barrels and like all right this is what it is we love it <laughs> like yeah this actually is what it is like we like this this is where we want it to be so you're making fun of me <laughs> 
I don't say this stuff out loud to her because she makes money. <laughs> no, you, come on. I, no, like, I, I literally never say this. <laughs> She's just like, because she makes money. Do you, um, do you? No, you can tell the excitement. Like, this is, this is, you know, this is his jam. Hey, so, if you, if you had me talk about patterns all day, I'd be like, <laughs> and then I did this and it didn't work. But in his face, just go, Whoa. I don't so. want to talk about patterns. <laughs> <laughs> do, um, so is, is, do you enjoy doing like this side more than just making rate like I don't want to say regular beer, but the more than making uh, mediocre beer. Is <laughs> what yeah, you yeah. Like, is this your passion? The the no, blending I and well, barrel I mean, aging and blending, well, or I, just it's just another offshoot of like it's something that's really interesting. I mean, we yeah. end of the day, Carly and I are usually having a couple Creek Life, like. It's, you know, it's just like a ref- refreshing hoppy beer. Like, we love the hoppy stuff, but it's, you know, you get, it gets a little old once in a while. <laughs> like, and this is like a deep, the depth of barrel aged beers. You can, there's so much to learn about it and so many different flavors that can come out. It's, it's not as uh, straightforward as maybe uh, some of the hoppy stuff. And it's like, when we do do the barrel tasting, it's pretty fun to taste stuff like, will taste like 10 at a time or eight at a time because you can't after a while it just doesn't taste different but it's a really fun experience of like this tastes awesome and like the same beers in different barrels move along at different rates so it's a it's a cool thing to see and to like check in on and stuff like that well like it, there there's so much more complexity in it like as a when i first tried it so i said like the aroma of this beer is just ridiculous in a good way. Yeah. Like there's just so many notes that you pick up and then the, and the, can you write some of them down for us? No, cause that is, um, that's one of those things I'm absolutely horrendous words. at. Yeah. Writing words. Just words in general. <laughs> I, um, I took a, it was a couple months long, like BJCP class. Oh yeah. Um, thinking like, I'm going to learn how to talk about beer and how to describe it. And what I learned quickly was I would never want to be a beer judge. And two, I don't care if I can talk about it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's so hard to do. Talking about like flavor is really like, that's like, it's a struggle. Like, first of all, I don't like talking. And then second of all, like, it's like, you have to like, really, you won't shut up. (laughs) Like, give me two beers and I'm, (laughs) you were saying stupid things stop talking uh no it's just really hard to like we're not raised trying to talk about flavor all the time but like i think we all can if you focus on it and uh, you you want to you don't need to be a big nerd and like but i I don't think there's like super tasters or people that well there are people who really taste things more but like most of us can perceive and if once we think about it and focus about it we can learn how to describe parts that we like and parts that we don't like it's a lot of work though yeah it's just have a beer Shut yeah the fuck up. that's a, <laughs> it's it's a it's a lot easier just to yeah. drink him like yeah this is good i'll drink it again instead yeah. of yeah trying to discern every individual yeah. thing yeah. i pick up well that's the other thing that's that's part about beer where you're like just having a beer and have fun man. Yeah. <laughs> like at the end of the day you're like we're just have a beer <laughs> like take it easy all right we're gonna take another quick sponsor break um and we'll find something to talk about when we get back the NCAP podcast is brought to you by District East, 
a lot of Friday and Saturday afternoons, you'll find me at District East for their weekly beer tastings. District East is part of the local beer community, and they get limited releases and exclusive beers that are hard to find anyplace else. This is why I chose District East for the release of my collaboration beers. One of my favorite things to do at District East is building a custom six-pack. With over 900 beers on their shelves and new beers every week, District East is a great place to find beers I love and to discover new and hard-to-find ones. They also have eight beers on tap for Crowler and Growler fills, and they have kegs to go. District East is located on Northeast Street in Frederick, in the same shopping center as Family Mill and Rockwell Brewery. You can find today's beers lists on the District East Facebook page or at www.districteast.beer. I'm excited to announce our newest sponsor, Vanish Farmwoods Brewery. Vanish is a brewery and entertainment complex located on a 62-acre hops and apple farm in Luckett's, Virginia, just 20 minutes from Frederick, Maryland and Leesburg, Virginia. With over 20 beers on tap, a selection of wines and ciders, along with multiple food options, there is something for everyone. Vanish has live music on Saturdays and Sundays and a wide variety of special events. Go to VanishBeer.com for information on everything they have to offer. I don't know if I've ever told you this, Brian, but every time um, we have someone on that's never been on before or maybe isn't completely familiar with it, if I get asked if someone can swear, <clears throat> I always just give Fuck the yeah. ex- I <laughs> always just give the example that well I once had a guest tell me to f off so it's <laughs> probably if you at the news post probably like, most likely <laughs> knows you you were at, the, no yeah. we were like was it uh, our first yeah, one in your in, in your the, place the, yeah no it was post? it was in your tap room oh in, yeah yeah I remember now I I I wanted to tell you to fuck off at the news post but I hadn't <laughs> I just waited. <laughs> You didn't want to be, do it the first time you were on. Yeah. That was, I mean, that was really considerate of you. I'm a sweetie. <laughs> All right, so we talked about the Barrel House. Um, you've started canning a lot of beer. That's yeah. um, that's rare now. No one's doing that. It's original. Yeah. <laughs> we are <laughs> thinking outside yeah. the box here. <laughs> no, we. Uh, it was. It's like one of those funny things about. You kind of think, as an entrepreneur, you, like you think you're doing all the things right. Like you, you have very strong opinions about things, and then a bump like the pandemic comes up, and you have to do something different that takes you outside that. And we immediately had to can. And what's coming from that is like maybe we should have been canning before. <laughs> like what's well, because you you guys had done we canned a canning once, run. Yeah, yeah, we canned once. You did and it I was, for a, a long. We just did it once, and I just got really, so really uncomfortable, because I'm really worried about moving through our beer really quickly. Uh, I don't want to sell a beer at four weeks. I want to like get. I want to get to the customer as fast as possible. You know, a lot of our beers are IPAs and hoppy stuff that like really in the first month are on. Yeah. Third month. You know, I it, like nothing the went age. three months, but like hazy just, IPAs. What's that? I like the age I, hazy IPAs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On yeah. your front porch, yeah. yes. <laughs> sun, sun brewed, sun sun baked <laughs> um, yeah. IPAs are delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it, so we were pushed into it by the pandemic, but it was like, I think we'll actually probably keep keep canning once a month. We can look forward to like canning our beers it's a it's a it's a stress on the brewing schedule because we do not have a canning line and we have uh 
a company come in to, to do it. So we have to kind of release three or three or four beers at once. Uh, but it's 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 been great for us, and I've, we've been really happy with how the beers turned out. Like we're tasting everything. Like you know, four weeks. If if there's anything left at four weeks, we're tasting it. Like it's so far so good and so i'm less stressed out about the whole process right now yeah the first um, time was really stressful it's stressful every time carly well no i every, every time it goes the in the first can time, but like, i get really uncomfortable yeah yeah like, yeah do you know what um you know it holds up for a while stouts stouts yeah. how about how about bottle condition stuff <laughs> how about things mm. that are that are have at live active yeast that are scavenging oxygen i think stouts <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it's been cool to to push ourselves seltzers? a little bit. Those are probably like Twinkies, right? Like they don't. <laughs> I would like to push the limits on yeah, age, like warm storing a bunch of seltzers. <laughs> Who cares? It's fine. But it still goes down to like, well, why are you buying craft seltzer when you can just buy? Just buy it truly. Yeah. Well, because they keep their money in the community. Like yeah, that person buying true. it here is paying for us, paying for our plumbers, and paying for our, the, our local suppliers. Like it's yeah. Like, it is keeping our money here, even if it is not really what well, we're into it. But like, it's it's have supporting th- a local business. Have so. you considered canning Why your not? seltzers? Let's give it a shot next time. <laughs> <laughs> right now, let's do it. I mean, maybe. Well, if if the if the brewing schedule, it's tough because we have seven fermenters yeah. and we have to line yeah. things up. And I would never want to displace a beer for a seltzer. Yeah. Like. We like having a seltzer on, but it's not really the priority. I'm to think. <laughs> oh, Gearhouse. Gearhouse yeah, yeah. just um, canned a seltzer. Kushwa canned their seltzer. That's right. Kushwa yep. did. Kushwa. Kush no, I mean, like, why not? Like, did, if um, people want to buy it, a few like, other, people, yeah. give people what they want. Yeah. I, like, I like the name of Gearhouse's seltzer. Giggle water. What? Giggle water. Giggle water. <laughs> I mean, ours is like water. It's really so we. I mean, I, I haven't had a lot of seltzers, but I'm like, this is, just tastes like water. <laughs> like, what's happening? Yeah, I yeah. actually think Basic Boy was the first one I ever had. First, what? Well, yeah, when we did first, that, I, I'd never tasted you're one. Yeah, you love I, it's it. all I drink now. But yeah, <laughs> have it on tap at my house. But like the in my uh, office. <laughs> so the idea, like, we've done a lot of like kind of fun like things that we thought we knew, or like the pandemic has actually pushed us to to. We'd always talked about expanding our beer garden, and like we have now been pushed into doing that because like we ha- like we want everyone to be outdoor right now why not it's it's you know you can hang out and so like it's really accelerated that and now we have an extra how many seats outside i don't know Four well we're getting yes but we're our outdoor beer garden has like massively grown which is we wanted to do eventually but it's accelerated that and it's like i think it's a good thing like so these are the silver lining things like yeah the, we probably should have been canning sooner. Like we probably should have pushed our gear, beer garden sooner. And so it's like, these yeah. are like things that we got pushed into and it's like, it's fun. Like, and all the little yeah. new projects. And I mean, they're more work, but like, I do like the new things of like, Oh, we've, we've, we've got to figure this out. We got to get our plants and we've got some each week. We're trying to roll out some new updates to the beer garden that will make it nicer and feel less like a parking lot. Um, and so those little things are a little, like he gets excited about stuff and I like, I, th- that's my manual labor work that I like to do. So the patterns. On what? The- yes. <laughs> Wait, well, well, do, did you look at our drawing? Yeah. Maybe there will be patterns out there. Uh, but yeah, so there's these little things that, 
you know, we got into the, we got into brewing and doing, building a brewery and you have all these like little projects that are exciting. So it's nice, you know, for, especially for me and the monotony of like paperwork and forms and blah, 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 waking up early, applying for loans, all those kind of things that it has added some fresh, more work, but like fresh work, I guess. Is that weird? New I'm problems. Like, yeah, new problems. Hey, if you when, don't like problems, like you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. And the, um, the good thing too, though, is that at least almost everything that you need to do to serve, that you're being forced to do to survive the pandemic they're all things that are going to continue to help you yeah. moving forward say, yeah, too like it's exactly it's not like you're having to do some no, we're not obscure to, we don't have to go purpose. down some road that yeah. we're going to like have to shut later yeah. like this is all actually like we, this is going to help us be stronger in the future and be more resilient so hopefully as long as we could keep our sanity like. <laughs> but it's also i'm i'm happy personally for when this first happened, um, a lot of you, you being the brewery Here. owners in Frederick, were very, very nervous slash afraid of what was going to happen. And because well, we're all we were ninety five percent on premise. Yeah, and like that's almost every. I mean, pretty much everyone, which is terrifying. But then, like the first week, we were like, people came. The first week we were shut down, people like showed up. We're like, okay. People want to show that they're supporting us. That's cool. And then they just kept supporting it. And like that was that like meant so much to us. Like people were going out of their way to, to pick up beer from their local brewery, even when you could get a 15 pack of a brewery from Michigan for cheaper. And like, it was really like it. Like Founders. We were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to talk about that racist brewery. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, each like each week people continue to show up and it's the same with the restaurants and like so people was, are really making an effort. That's um something I was confused by because at least locally everyone I talk to um has a lot of people have actually sold way more beer than pre-pandemic. It's not as profitable, so like rev revenues down but production is up but it almost evened out or was just slightly less. Yeah. But then um, there was a Forbes article about yeah, I was gonna say, how like, did you read that article? I, I read part of it, but I was like, this doesn't match what I'm being told so by anyone locally. What was so that? I think I, I think I read it. You want to refresh it was saying that, that alcohol, like that alcohol producers aren't doing as amazing as everyone thinks they're doing. Cause on, because on premise, yeah. Like all, well, so like the so little, little breweries, breweries like yeah. us are well insulated because we have a community connection. Yeah, I think I would think if you're a larger production brewery that counted on a lot of off premise in this you area, took a beating like it's a very hard. You can't just shift everything to cans and expect yeah. it to still like. But um, at least packaged product sales for even the largest national guys are up. Yeah. yeah, at least well, they're in, up, but in, they're not going to offset. Yeah, not, not, at least in Maryland. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't talk to anyone outside yeah. like that knows areas outside of. Yeah. But at least in Maryland, 
like across the board sales are up for everyone yeah. it's, a, it's kind yeah. of i would think insane uh, but like the keg sales yeah that's the, tough the, yeah like, the stuff that was going to every bar and grill and restaurant. once again though like that's the large regional breweries have been under fire for a long time from little guys like us around yeah. the country and now the this thing like that's a rough they're in a rough patch like yeah the amount of, i i I read an article about that and I can't remember what it was, but like it was an outrageous amount of, um, K like the volume of beer and kegs that was going to be wasted. But like that also has a lot of places have turned that into an opportunity too, like where they've sent all those kegs to a distillery and that's not an opportunity though it's just well i mean it, not throwing something in the garbage yeah <laughs> like, yeah opportunities like, <laughs> maybe the wrong thing but like, that's a that's a okay at least i can feel better about throwing this thing in the trash that i'm not gonna make any money on yeah like that's uh we we only distribute like five percent of our volume and it's just in frederick county we yeah, don't, so you didn't really have it's not that like, much of a hit from we that. don't that's not our that's not our focus like we want to we want to sell in frederick county that's it. Like we're not, we don't want to blow up the place. So it was never, that didn't hit us really, but yeah, I feel bad for all those poor beers out there. Delicious, <laughs> delicious beers by, you know, I don't know. So have, um, have people started to come and drink in tap rooms? I still am not. Well, our tap room's to... not like over there. Our tap room's not open. So okay. So you can you just kept Attaboy. Attaboy just kept room. it closed. We yeah. only keep the outdoor space open. Okay. We have such a small tap room. Yeah, it would be really hard to, yeah. it's like, you're not, we're not going to open for like two four, tables. Yeah. And yeah. It, you're like, Oh, then, let's expose our employees permanently. We, like, we have so much outdoor space now that it doesn't like, we can just, and with the air conditioning, like there's just a yeah. lot of stuff. And then it'd feel also like we're big on when you come, like it has to feel a certain way. You want to feel like you're having fun. and Yeah, and, not worried about. And yeah. in, in the tap room at Attaboy, it's so small that you'd be like four people over there and six people here and just all staring at each other like, hey, guys. How many, um, so Attaboy's only outside, the barrel house, you're in, allowing yeah. is indoor. Yeah, How so many people open, can you uh, fit? We're yeah, open so Friday, 5 to 10 p.m., Saturday, 12 to 10 p.m. And uh, legally, we can have 97 and a half people, um, but no kids. So, no. But it's like, I, it's, so it's all like, it's at least like 15 feet between tables. General, it's 6,000 square feet yeah. of like just if open. If we have 20 space. to to 21 people in here to 22 we're like all right <laughs> doing it you know like it's we're still getting our, our like feet back under us and yeah. and throughout the day you know 10 hours is actually a long time to be open so i think especially in frederick County, people are just like towing towing back in um so yeah usually so, they'll be like one person in that corner and someone over there and a few people are here well, it's, just, it's just like an uncomfortable time for us because we want more people to come back, but then we're like, not but you too don't many. Want, yeah. <laughs> like, can we have like seven people <laughs> back? It's like, it's a weird. No, six. Six. It's like not more than six. Weird as a business where you like, you know, you're built to like, we want to sell as much beer as possible, but then also we don't want to like kill everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
it's like that what a noble <laughs> noble I'm a hero yes. I'm a freaking hero <laughs> I just want to kill them slowly with alcohol. <laughs> Friends. <laughs> um, have um, have you found people to be generally respectful of wearing masks? Oh yeah, and yeah. that's good. Yeah, we had a, we had a friend in from a different part of the state, and he was shocked at like how well people in Frederick were adhering to the rules versus his area. He's like, my area, they're just. You know, going not you know they're fighting it like here everyone's like pretty masks cool about on, like sanitizer community driven yeah. Yeah. people following the rules people are putting the masks on inside and, like, like it's yeah but we feel strongly one like obviously we need to protect ourselves protect our customers protect our employees you know protect our community but we also think that for at least Attaboy we're rule followers and the people that are coming there will also like they appreciate the falling of the rules yeah so we're going for that i mean every once in a while you have to remind someone to put their mask on inside we have free masks i mean don't everyone come for free masks we don't have that many but <laughs> we 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 want to do everything we can to to stay because it's the right thing to do yeah well and now you can be fined so oh can you oh yeah <laughs> just yesterday first your first uh warning is 250 dollars jeez you think they would start with like first you get warned no i think they but also i think it's our ability yeah like we can just say it we can just be like hey man 250 250 bucks like it it actually helps us because that's true you know we can it's not like a i'll be told i have to have like you're actually hurting me if you don't just put because it's not our decision like this is the rules let's all follow and be cool is that the state or is that frederick doing that state okay it just came out yesterday but I think it's good. No, that, we're on. Yeah. We're on. Don't expose my team to that. Like, you know, like, yeah. Just because yeah. you don't feel like doing it, you're going to expose my team to that? Get out then of here. Then just go to the get park or something. Yeah, get yeah. out of here. Oh, jeez. But, yeah, it's, a, it's definitely something that we all need to work together so we can all stay open. Like, we can't go backwards. That's – actually, I, I won't go down there. Yeah, right yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. <laughs> but, ah, shoot. Um, but yeah, but no, I'm, we're, I'm we're happy that people in Frederick especially seem to really be paying attention and being respectful of our team and themselves and other customers. Well, I had, I had to go to Costco for the first time in, I mean, since, I, when did we go into quarantine? Like March something. Yeah. Uh, but that was the first time I had been to yeah. Costco since then. And I was amazed that like there wasn't a single person not wearing a mask oh yeah there's a couple of people that got a little closer to me than i would have liked but <laughs> other than that no, like people, it was people have been pretty cool about it like, yeah it seems like they're yeah. i did have to yell at a coworker to get away from me and that masks <laughs> don't work if you don't cover your nose but other than that it's been <laughs> it's an iq test right there yeah. <laughs> um so you have a couple things coming up. Um, one yes. one was one of the things I didn't I I didn't know how they were doing it, but the um, the tour to Frederick. Yeah. So uh, it's not posted yet. Oh. But no, no, no. It's the tour to Frederick news. is. But Attaboy, oh. relate to the game. It's just weird because we're usually like. You guys. Really I mean, if there's anyone punctual. that is on it, yeah. it's usually yeah. Attaboy. Yeah, yeah. Tight. We plan months and ahead. Tight. tight game. Keeping it tight. 
Uh, but yes, our Tour de Frederick team is going to be late to the game, but we're going to come out roaring. I don't know what that means. Uh, but this year, the Tour de Frederick is virtual. Um, so every team is going to do their ride how like the best way they can for attaboy last year we had a lot of young um we had a lot of kids we we got our kids involved we got our cousins and nieces and nephews so um it's mostly just because we didn't want to do a really long ride yeah no, the, and then the long ones go up through like yeah yeah we did the 10 mile one just so we could like go get blasted at the finish line and have some beers with our kids <laughs> good uh, but yeah, so we're, we're going to have a t-shirt, uh, we're going to sell it for $40 and that gets you a t-shirt and a beer and access to our amazing scavenger hunt ride. Um, we're mostly going to rely on some people around Frederick that are much cooler than we are that ride a lot. To, 90 to some give us, percent. Oh. Yes. Um, and so we're, we're hoping to, you know, raise the same amount of money that we did last year, but, um, with slightly different. But same exciting. It'll be just as exciting. Just Actually, exciting. more exciting. Oh, and we've hunt? got uh, Fre- we've got <laughs> Frederick Bound, which he's a local artist. I'm glad artist. that you yelled uh, that. Frederick Bound's a local that artist and designer who's going to be doing the art for our T-shirts. So, although our T-shirts were amazing last year, I really liked the local designer we used. Um, hopefully, it, they'll be a little bit cooler. Mm-hmm. Uh, great job, Carly. Though you yeah. did a great job. I know. It's- proud of you yeah <laughs> give yourself uh, a pat on the back i know the thing that about art is, is it's hard <laughs> <laughs> just art is like hard. You, you can i can tell people like that's ugly but then to make something that's nice it's yeah. much harder way easier to criticize right i don't know anything <laughs> about that yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so anyway, that'll be coming up here shortly, and everyone has to jump on it really quickly because we're behind schedule. I need to look. I wonder if if bikes are selling at a premium yet. Oh yeah, you, it's hard to find a bike anywhere. I, well, no, it's I, it's damn near impossible. Okay, yeah. I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. The, it's one of the. It's like C. That's awesome. It's, <laughs> like there's been That's big great. runs on random things since the. Yeah. So one, like obviously toilet beer, but seeds bikes anything to do with streaming video is impossible to buy oh wow uh because everyone's doing like so webcams or like i um much like attaboy it am slow and i didn't uh it, it didn't dawn on me right away that hey i'm gonna have to do these remotely and yeah so like as soon soon as i decided i should unlike carly who heard the pandemic and immediately ordered four pallets of crowlers and what but that was i mean extremely (laughs) smart she jumped jumped on immediately so i had started looking for even just like a better webcam and thank thank you for blocking my camera um Um, i'm good actually I had uh, I'm good. Thank you for blocking the camera again. The I had started looking for even just a better webcam, and couldn't find one anywhere. They've been sold out for yeah. like three. You could buy one, but it's like three times the MSRP yeah. of them. And then devices that you can use, like good cameras, to turn yep. them into for streaming. Yeah. Same thing. Yep. Um. So bikes are into that category too. Like I guess because gyms have been closed. 
so many more people have gotten back into biking and on so there's been a higher demand for bikes yeah and at the same time those factories shut down good time to be a bike thief yes so if you're looking for if you're out of work and you're looking for a new (laughs) profession bikes uh bike bike stealing yeah um i get it is so i'm wondering if they're starting to sell at a premium now yeah because like if you go to and i think like downtown uh the downtown bike shop has like no new bikes oh, really? right now. They gotta go um, to the used game. Some of the other ones Slash have stolen. like the only bikes they have in stock are like six, seven thousand dollar ones. Ah. Oh god! So, um, which I don't ride on less than a six yeah. thousand dollar bike. <laughs> Who would like peasants? Sassy's <laughs> a good bike. Um, <laughs> so I, I need to look if they're selling at a premium now. I feel like maybe I'll sell some of my bikes. <laughs> I got a bunch of cruddy bikes I know, that right? I need to deal with. <laughs> like, that um, gold bike. We have a weird gold bike. It's very I don't nice. Know whose that is? Uh, if you have, a, if you have like a stack of like seven bikes, it'll multiply. <laughs> it'll like they just people show start up on stacking other bikes on it. It's pretty cool. It doesn't hold air, but it's pretty. <laughs> so, uh, how do people join your team? Oh, good question. Um, Man, that's the second good one I've asked good today. Question. Yeah. She's also lying. <laughs> Who says that when she's lying? <laughs> uh, well, first, I have to put it up on the thing, but I thought I should have all of my ducks in a row before putting it up. So um, I'll add the team. It's Tour de Frederick. Oh, let's also say that the Tour de Frederick, all the proceeds, it's a, it's a nonprofit um, fundraiser that gets split halfway between the Boys and Girls Club of Frederick and um, shoot, shoot another charity yeah rotary there we go the rotary there's many rotaries carroll creek rotary uh and so they both go to do good stuff and we're big fans of the boys and girls club um just not so much the rotary well i no no that's our like our our north star like of of things that we try to support every year and do a fundraiser for uh mostly because yeah especially (laughs) right now like there's so many kids who don't have a safe place to go after school or like need an extra st- snack before they hit home. Like we all, many people take that for granted. So, and right now they're also taking care of some kids that whose parents are essential workers. So they're doing a lot for the community. And since having kids, we're like, oh, this is a lot of work. So um, we're trying to support other people that also feel like that. Can you imagine how I don't want to use the word amazing, but probably amazing, like being quarantined would be without kids. Oh, yeah, right? Oh. Oh, oh man, that'd be awesome. <laughs> I know, Ooh. right? Ugh. Little buzzkills. I thought, I wasn't sure where you were going, and I was going to cut you off, like, amazing not having kids were, and you basically met me there. <laughs> <laughs> we were just waiting for him to be old and cool, so... <laughs> And then they'll get into their own problems, and then they won't be cool. We think eight to twelve is going to be a sweet spot. Uh-uh. No, Never. seven to it's no sweet spot. To eleven, eighteen plus. <laughs> That's yeah, where I'm I don't going. know. I'm waiting for it. I can tell out you, out of the house, ten is not a sweet spot. What? <laughs> get out of the house. I can't wait. At least there's no like minor chances of little pieces of poop on your floor. <laughs> Uh, note, not, not don't ever place, go to the... Just our house. <laughs> um, uh, I, maybe on that note, we're done. 
I think How maybe. <laughs> little pieces of poop. Cheers to oh. little pieces of poop. Um, do you guys have any canning runs scheduled? Uh, so we did ours last week. We got mega. We have uh, Darling Clementine, Yakima Hello. Yeah, that was the um, beer that uh, Carly just gave us while blocking the camera. Yep. And then uh, <laughs> August sixth uh, is our next one. Guava no Guava Creek Life. Like that's our. Another one. Your bread, bread and butters. Tarts. Tarts. Tarts McGee. What fruit? Ooh. Punch jammer. What else? Heavy on the raspberry. Oh. I do like that. Yeah. I like raspberry and beer. Raspberry comes through really well because it has good yeah. aromatics. Like it's not one of those things that ferments out that like you can smell a raspberry. Like a blackberry doesn't smell I mean, much. we all should like it. It's expensive <laughs> It's expensive as hell. Yeah. <laughs> um... Do you have plans to get your own canning line? No. No. <laughs> no, it's a lot of uh A it's a, it's really expensive and then B it's a it's another human that needs to really focus on just that thing. Yeah. I think packaging is a whole discipline that someone needs to focus on and we're just not ready to take that on. We'd rather have uh, a special Would you rather team lean in closer in. to the mic? What's that? <laughs> I we'd rather have people who focus on packaging every single day of the week then try to have an employee focus on it once a month. You know, it's, it's a very, I want a specialist on that and we're not big enough to have a full-time specialist. Maybe if we'd sell more beer, maybe <laughs> we made better beer. Has shot at me? God, maybe if the cans were labeled better, I don't know. Be <laughs> maybe if the orange wasn't so bright orange this <laughs> last time. Maybe the orange in the label didn't match the orange on the other part of the label, we'd, we'd do better. <laughs> Um, so once, uh, once the tap rooms can be open and are back to normal, you cut back on, it's not going to happen. We're going to, we're going to revert 2021. Maybe tap rooms, tap rooms will be open. Well, I didn't say it was going to happen soon, going backwards. but when, but once, uh, we're going to keep canning. Okay. Yep. We'll keep canning. It makes sense. I think it's, everyone wants a 16 ounce can. I get it. Like, a 32-ounce can of something is, is a lot to commit to. It's an investment. To. I like to drink one by myself in the basement <laughs> <laughs> watching the basement. Real Housewives. It's fine. It's fine. I like it. It's good for me. Yeah. 32 ounces <laughs> is a lot. I get it. Like, it's just, for us, we were resistant based on the extra cost of bringing someone in. Yeah. The lower cost I have to sell it for and the variable of selling through that in a very quick fashion. You can just hand it to someone. But it's great. Our, we've we've been able to sell through everything really quickly, so I'm getting more confident with that. Have you watched Ozark? Uh, we watched four episodes and didn't believe the human interaction and quit. You really are bad people. Oh, look, you can. There's just there was an emotional disconnect on what what someone would do in a certain situation. It didn't do it, and like I'm, I'm Breaking out. Bad, what like set the precedent for ridiculousness, and it just went a little too ridiculous too early. For me. You can be ridiculous. You can be a chemistry teacher that, that cooks meth, and that's fine. But if you do something emotionally wrong, like that, that guy wouldn't do. I'm out. What What did he do that you were so I don't against? Remember, but like that's when it ticks me. It's like when when someone doesn't do something believable. Huh. Okay. You're wrong. It's a great show. <laughs> it's terrible and fake. <laughs> it's unbelievable. Well, it's not a documentary. <laughs> I mean, it might be. I don't know. Who am I to judge? <laughs> You heard might, it here. It's it a might be based, I love based that on documentary. a documentary. <laughs> based on a true story. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, that, so now you can see what watching the show in our house is like. It's rough. It's hard. Miserable, probably. <laughs> like most things. <laughs> But Letter Kenny is fine. Letter Kenny is great. It's just that's Letter so Kenny. it's realistic. It's What's Letter Kenny? Just funny. Just, just what? Don't what? It's a hockey. What's wrong with you? Canadian, it's Canadian show on Hulu. Watch oh. it. They like you puns, but I love puns. I watch it, and I don't even hear the puns. Well, you understand. Hockey's them awful though. It's not about it's hockey. It's hockey about players, hockey. but it's it seems more hockey. like they're lacrosse it's about, players. No, it's I mean, about it's, farmers. I mean, it's by far the one worst sport. You don't, you don't mean that. You don't mean that. Is this even being taped anymore? We're just now talking. <laughs> They're like, we, we stopped earlier. Everything's still red, so it's definitely <laughs> still recording. Graham may have stopped. I don't know. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess you probably don't have any events coming up. That's probably a safe bet. Big time events. <laughs> all events, all the time. But yeah, our Blood Drive event, 812, our uh, team... Our our Tour de Frederick team, we're probably going to... get a gonna... free COVID test with a blood donation? Oh, yes, donation? you do. Or not COVID test, uh, antibody test. Oh. But also, he, if you if you are still listening to this, <laughs> if you sign up, man, show up, okay? Because, you know, someone else could have showed up. We That's not the right tense. Sorry, I don't know. Oh, we, we get some no-shows at the blood drive? Just a few. But yeah. it's important... There's a small amount because of we're not doing any um, uh, walk-ups because of social distancing, and you know you know show you're a murderer. Be, like it's a little <laughs> it's a step Too below much? that. Do you get a free beer with a? Uh, we blood can't donation? say that, but you do get a token for your generosity at a later date. At a later <laughs> date no, no. that you should pay a penny for. Can you drink a beer before you give blood? I don't think you should do that either but no okay. one is regulating and we need four volunteers and if you volunteer you get a four pack which also that didn't totally now that you're saying out loud it seems like it's better to volunteer than get blood but you know no volunteer takes longer three yeah three hours yeah. so anyway and you get a free antibody test mm. not if you volunteer but, but if, if you, you get, get your blood, blood drawn yes yeah and you save three lives or as someone else said, a lot sure? more babies. A lot more babies? Oh yeah, so three li- three three adult, three adult lives, lives, or like twelve babies? Or I like, don't know. There was that. It was a creepy comparison. It was. Um, <laughs> I feel like we've probably run our course for today. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was uh, our safe word. Yeah. Blood drive. Okay, we're done. You guys are done. Carly's um, drunk. Thank you guys. Uh, it's always not a pleasure, mm. uh, but I still do it anyway. I don't even know what pleasure um, feels like anymore. <laughs> gross. <laughs> He's so, He's so gross. Nobody even likes him. That is true. I mean, that, if anything today was said that was factual, that was it. Um, I told Anne, mediocre beer. If we had better beer, yeah, maybe we could afford that. Also true. Um, Great marketing. It was fun. I mean, it, I would say it's slightly better than mediocre. <laughs> I'll take a six. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't get ahead of yourself. 3.6 out of five. Um, oh, no, not a five. Scale. What, what was the name I'll of this beer again? The, um, Beer de Capoche. Beer de Capoche. Yep. So we actually didn't even give it a name. It's just the, the name of the style. Um, it's a little departure, but. What does that translate to? I don't speak that language. Okay, you probably. Mix. Come on, man. Fancy way to say mix. It's okay. Belgian for 
Mix. <laughs> French. French um, mix. No, it's All right, cool. Well, uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, too. As always, it's an experience. <laughs> um, and uh, Yay. Come thank on you everyone. this weekend and give the Attaboy Smoketown Attaboy Barrel House uh, a visit. Yeah. Plenty of parking. Have you all settled? Is this officially the, what is it? Is it the Brew Muta or Beer Muta Triangle? Mm. I'd go with Beer Muta. That sounds a little bit more natural. It rolls off the tongue a little yeah. better. Brew Muta. Beer Muta Triangle. Yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Can't wait. Everyone, thank you for watching and listening. Cheers. 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 Uncapped is brought to you with support from McClintock Distilling, Maryland's first and only organic certified distillery. They are well known for their award-winning gin and are rapidly growing a name for themselves for their matchstick bourbon and bootjack rye whiskey that have both won double gold at international spirits competitions. You can visit them in historic downtown Frederick along Carroll Creek for tours and tastings. Go to mcclintockdistilling.com for more information. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook, and if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.